trust that it's true and when you're loving everything will come to you and when you're loving to the top you will go and when you're loving Hello everyone, this is Jen Ward with Genuine Healing, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. If you'd like to call in and, and ask a question, you can call there on 914-338-1186, or else you could, you could leave a, a comment on hearwomentalk.com. At the end of the show, one of our lucky callers will will win a 10-minute free session with myself as a as a motivation for calling in. So I hope you'll do that. And I'm happy to see everyone, to hear, to know everyone's here um, today. It's it's very special for me to feel everyone's love, and, and please feel my love too. I send it out as much as possible. Today I wanted to talk about being cause. Every, a, a, a good part of... The healing, self-healing, is being cause. There's a spiritual law like the the law of attraction that is just as equal as the law of gravity. The the spiritual laws are are in effect just much as the law of gravity. Like gravity doesn't just work sometimes; it works all the time. It's there's no refuting it. So there's a spiritual law that states for every action there's an equal opposite action. So in people's lives. A problem for their healing or why they have a disease with themselves is because instead of being the cause in their lives, that they've become the effect. Because whenever there's a cause, there's an effect. Now, the first original cause was creation itself, which I call the first cause. So the more that you are the cause in your life instead of the effect of other people's lives then you're closer to creation or or being more godlike. So an example of being the effect of others is like listening to what other people's opinions are and reacting to them or not listening to your own gut feeling about certain things or or coming out of your center. Whenever anything in your outer world brings you out of your center, you're being the effect instead of the cause. Say someone initially gets a, a, a diagnosis of a, an illness. Automatically, just just that, that diagnosis brings people out of their center many times, and then they become the effect of those words or that diagnosis. And then they start acting and owning that illness even more. When they... St- when they could do the opposite and just stay in their center and then become more aware of what's involved in there and, and, and all the possibilities of how to fix that instead of crumble down and saying, okay, I'm a person who has this illness. Then you stay in your center and no, then no matter what comes to you, no matter what route you take, it's irrelevant because you're staying in your center. You're, you're being your own healer. Now, you can have a doctor who could be very forceful and say, you need this, you need this, you need this, and it doesn't feel right. You can either crumble and listen to him and come out of your center, or you can seek a second opinion, or you can do more research on it, or you can add more information to the mix. So the more you're aware, the more you're able to stay in your center and then make the best decisions for yourself. It's not about it's not about changing your truth. It's about almost like adding more truth to the mix and, and more information and still staying true to yourself. When you flash a light flashlight on on something and you're really close, it's gonna have a small circle of light. But then when you pull the flashlight back you're going to light up more of the spot and and that's that's how your awareness works the more you get more information and be more detached from what's going on with a diagnosis or such it's like pulling the flashlight back and and 
and broadening the awareness of what's going on. There's on the physical level, there's a there's a diagnosis and there's physical reactions in the body and there's dis-ease in the body. That's one level of awareness. But then there's other things that come into place with that, like there's karmic issues or there's emotional issues, past life issues. It's all relevant. So what I do in my sessions is I help the the client get a, a broader vantage point about what's going on with them so then they can bring more light into their own lives and have a better awareness of what to do with that. Everything's about self-healing. And even the best doctor can't heal you if you're not able to accept it. There's also a lot of mental stuff that goes on and we we like to think that we're ill. We like to get attention from it and we like to feel the victim sometimes for attention. It felt good when we were kids. That's being a fact. Whenever you get attention for something that isn't positive, you're being the effect. And it feels good momentarily, but it's not going to be good for you in the long run. Um, another thing that's really important for self-healing is love. And people still believe that love is warm and fuzzy. Love isn't always warm and fuzzy. If you ask a couple that's been married forever, they'll say something like, oh, you know, you know, he doesn't do it for me anymore. Or he, you know, I still love him, but I don't feel that way. The truth of the matter is that true, pure love doesn't feel like anything. It's more like the stillness, the contentment. And it's when we, we process it through the filter of our emotions that it becomes all exciting and, and like a roller coaster ride. That's fine, but it's not sustainable in a sense. It's impossible for the body to sustain that forever. So the, so the thing to do is like, when things are content, when they're, they're not really bad, but there's just nothing, nothing that, that really strikes you, that's the time to be cause and to start being grateful for what you have because you have a level of love in your life and you've just become comfortable with it. And, your mind will try to turn it into a negative and turn it into apathy or something like boring. So it's up to you to be proactive, to be the cause, and to keep it positive, keep it loving, keep it content, keep it the gratitude flowing. Um, I, I also wanted to share a story about the, the taps that I do. I have this funny story about the EFT taps that I do. It, um, during, during a session with someone, I'll, I'll train them how to, I'll give them a positive tap to do on their head, and it's reprogramming their whole energy system to, to receive information differently, to, to react differently to, to experiences. Like, say someone is, is broke all the time, will recant their vows of poverty. So I was doing this with a friend of mine who's very spiritual and she loves God, she loves her family, she loves God, but she wants to be close to God as ever. So we did a certain tap where we we said, I recant all vows and agreements with power in all lifetimes. And it was a very intense session for her and we did that and she felt immediate relief she recanted all her vows and agreements with power in all lifetimes well she had to call me up the next morning and she said well we did too good of a job because I woke up and my power is out in the house so she lost all her lights and everything and she attributed it to the to recanting power it was just the way the universe was saying yes this is working for you but it was very humorous at the time 
another thing about being cause is watching your language and your speech people think that God wants them to be a martyr and he doesn't love and God wants you to be the highest you are the universe wants you to be the highest potential of who you are the best you can be there's this beautiful hymn that I like it's called Amazing Grace and it's an example of how not to think of yourself the words of it were Amazing Grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me and so people are singing this in the reverence to God and they think this is the highest they can do but they may not know the story behind the song the the person who wrote the song was a trave uh, a slave trader and he was doing this and then he had this epiphany that it was horrific what he was doing and he stopped and in in that revelation in that enlightenment he wrote this beautiful song that particular man was a wretch for what he was doing and so that's what he wrote about all of humankind is not wretched they may do wretched things but they are not wretched no one is wretched and the more they believe that they're wretched the more that takes away their power to be the cause they feel like they're not worthy they feel like what ma- what does it matter if they're you know loving or kind because they're just wretched it's a way to take away people's responsibility and a form of self-healing is self-responsibility in every action or interaction with every creature the goal should be to bring more upliftment to the situation nothing is ever about getting even or or belittling, belittling the other person or getting a one up on them that's a form of being the effect of the cause and if you think about it if you're allowing other people to cause a reaction in you you are being affected by them and you're not the cause you're not being of your highest creation the more you just stand in your center and be loving and when someone has something good happen to them it's best to just be happy for them because everybody out here is a reflection of you so if something happens to someone it's best to just be happy for them because it brings more happiness into your own life the same way with judgment if you're judging someone else you're really judging yourself because we only attract in our world those things which are going on in our own inner circles so you can know what's bothering yourself if you're in denial by looking at what you judge other people about I'm hoping that some people will call in with their questions and their healing questions and whatever and the phone number is 914-338-1186 or they can leave their questions on herewomantalk.com I think it's about time for a break right now right Dustin? you got it all right, this is Genuine Healing with Jen Ward, and we'll be right back right after this. Everything will come to you when you're loving. To the top you will go. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where Is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. The definition of guru is to lead from darkness to light, and one who is regarded as having great knowledge, wisdom, and authority in a certain area, and who uses it to guide others. Join us on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Where Is My Guru show, where gurus from the areas of art, travel, creative activism, wellness, and the spa share their infinite wisdom and maybe a glass of wine. Fridays at 3 p.m. right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravelle Resort. The Caravelle Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand. 
including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravel's Studio Spa, featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravel Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravel.com. 800-507-9145. At Scalore, visit our store at 4822 Highway 17 at Barefoot Landing. We have the largest source of hats in the greater Grand Strand area. Tilly, Stetson, Indiana Jones, Wallaroo, Top Hats, Mad Hatter, Derbies, Felts, Fedoras, Cowboy, Golfer, Driver. Life is good. We carry a large selection of women's fashion hats as well as Red Hat Society hats. We also have an assortment of umbrellas, canes, and walking sticks. Hats Galore, located at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach. We are the best source for hats in the Grand Strand area. Hats Galore at Barefoot.com. Hi, my name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Finer roads you'll never know. Welcome back, folks, to Genuine Healing with Jen Ward. We have a couple questions on the chat line. Dustin, would you like to read the first question? Yeah, absolutely. This question comes from Judy. And Hi, Judy. Judy says, My granddaughter, Cecilia, age two, breaks out with allergic reactions just about every day. Although eggs are a primary problem, she also has an allergic to pets, dust, etc. What would you suggest? It's a very good question, and on the break I was actually tuning into your granddaughter, and what I picked up isn't pleasant to hear, but she's she's detoxing from her, it feels like, and if this doesn't sound like truth, by the way, if I say something to someone and it doesn't sound like truth, you have to like go by your own gut feeling, so I'm not trying to override your own truth, but this is what I, I felt from tuning into this little two-year-old. She's detoxing because her last lifetime, she was very sick and she was pumped full of chemicals at the end. And it's almost like she's still detoxing physically from the chemicals in her body from the last lifetime. I'm trying to release her a little bit, but I don't know how effective it is over the radio show. My suggestion would be, if you were able to do that, to maybe have a private session and I can do some of the emotional release. There's also fears in her of um, coming back. She, she She's a little bit worrisome and stuff because I guess she had a hard time the last lifetime and she wants a more pleasant life. It's, yeah... I feel it. I feel like the fire of her body and such. I don't know how to alleviate that with with advice because it seems like it's more emotional and more more deeper than what physical physical apparatuses can pick up about her. Yeah. But I, I do send her love right now and I'm trying to release her a little bit. I hope that helps Judy. Okay, Jen, and there's also a question from MJ. Uh, Can you do a group tap for everyone listening? I asked MJ back, uh, what would you want the tap to be about? MJ hasn't responded, but we did get a response from Jamie that says, maybe you can free us all from our trapped minds. Oh, that's a good one, because that's a good one, because the, the the mind is basically the enemy. I mean, in... And incarnations where there was a lot of danger around, the mind would tell us when we were in danger, like, oh, don't touch fire, it'll burn you, whatever. Don't talk to this person, whatever. But now it's come to the point where the mind is sabotaging us all the time. Um, yeah. So, if the, the viewing audience wants to do a tap, we'll do this one right now. And actually, I'll do a release, because I'm feeling this one. <sighs> 
And usually I make noises in the session, so I have to hold that back so not to be too alarming to the listening audience, but I feel it. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something to say, and if you want to participate, say the statement that I, repeat the statement that I say three times and tap the top of your head. And then we're going to do it again, and you're going to say it another time and tap the middle of your chest. So let me just figure out what... Okay, so this is what you should say. You might want to write it down because what's going to happen with your mind is your mind is going to sabotage you and have you say it wrong. This is what happens when you try to free someone of their mind. So you want to say, I'll tell it to you first. Dustin, you want to do it with them so I can time the speaking of it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. Now, a mind groove is like a skip in a record. It's like a loop, a mental loop, like, oh, no, I'm sick. And then what happens is you go into a panic attack or you go into old, old patterns of belief. So does that sound right, Dustin? Can you just repeat it the first time? Yeah, absolutely. I... Do it now. Can you just repeat it out loud? It helps to <laughs> it, it helps to say it out loud. I people. release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. Good. Now everyone, now Dustin's going to say it three times while tapping his head. I, I hope, and and just follow along with him and say it out loud because it brings it out to the physical more. I release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. I release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. I release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. Great, Dustin. Great, everybody. Now say it and tap the middle of your chest. I release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. I release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. I release all mind grooves in all lifetimes. Great. Now take a deep breath, everybody. Good. You may have a sense of expansiveness with that. For some, it was very good. For, for other people, there's, there's layers that they need to release to get to that one. And um, the mind is like the last thing to go. It's like the overseer. It's almost like the oldest child that you put put in charge when you when you babysit the other children. It's easier to release emotional things and past life issues, but the hardest thing to release is mind issues because the mind is like the oldest child who will argue with you and and think that they know better than you. So as you're saying those, those, those statements and reprogramming your, your whole energy field to release those, your mind is trying to negate them. And that's why I, I keep saying this. This is why affirmation doesn't work for a lot of people who have strong minds because as soon as they say an affirmation, their mind is going to negate it and say, well, that's not so. That's not my experience. It's still like the oldest child who's going to like tell you, well, no, you didn't do this right. I know better. So it would be better for people to take take the power away from the mind as much as possible and one way to do it is to realize that there's a higher level of awareness than the mind. A lot of people like to meditate. And what they're doing is they're meditating too much because they become passive in that state. It's, it's another form of giving the mind too much energy. And it's almost like a form of worshiping the mind as opposed to a higher sense. There's a, a part of the the individual that goes beyond the mind and it's a pure bliss state and it's not positive and it's not negative so it feels like a nothingness so when people maybe touch in that touch upon that state they panic because all of their anchors to their lower life have been 
let go of and so they freak out and then they grab onto the mind it's almost like when you're flying and you freak out and you grab onto whatever's holding you up because it's too much freedom for you so the mind can be a tool but it's also something that holds us back yeah people are still releasing with this Okay, so do you want to do one more, Dustin? Sure. Let's do one for for. Let's do one for for abundance, because people have taken the vow of poverty in past lifetimes many times. So if all of you out there, you want to recant your poverty, which in past lifetimes you've you've been the monk who says, "Oh, that's power. That's evil." It's not money that's the root of all evil, by the way. It's the love of money and the worship of money. Money is just a neutral state like the sunshine. It'd be like, it'd be like, um, de- it'd be like vowing not to have sunshine in your life. It's kind of silly. So let's do this tap where you say, are you ready, Dustin? I'm ready. I recant all vows of poverty in all lifetimes. And tap the top of your head as you say that the three times. Okay, say it one more time for me, Jen. I recant all vows of poverty in all lifetimes. Okay, here we go. I recant all vows of poverty in all lifetimes. I recant all vows of poverty in all lifetimes. I recant all vows of poverty in all lifetimes. Great. Now do it one more time. It just needs to do it once and and tap the chest. I recant all vows of poverty in all lifetimes. That's such a good one for people because what they don't realize is in many lifetimes it was important to have individuals be in a group consciousness in a group mentality to control them people who lived in monasteries had to think and be as humble as they could be to keep them in check it's almost like in the bible where they say the meek the meek shall inherit the earth well that's because there be an effect who wants to inherit just the earth I'd rather inherit heaven so it's and I'm not saying anything about the statement, but I, it's a matter of what you're willing to accept for yourself. Do you want to be part of a group that gets pushed around by political commercials and negativity? Or do you want to be a creator and a free thinker and a lover of life that brings joy into others? There's so much pushing around with negativity these days that unless the individual starts to be the cause in their own lives of course they're going to get swished along in the negative flow currents they have to learn how to empower themselves turn off the TV turn off the negative self-talk turn off anything in your life that isn't uplifting if someone wanted to heal themselves they could do so by easily just watching their own thoughts and watching how negative they are to thoughts. And we can talk about that more after the break, but there's a lot of things that we're doing to ourselves to keep ourselves trapped. And um, we'll talk about that after the break. You're listening to Genuine Healing with Jen Ward on Here Woman Talk. Produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network. We'll be back in a little bit. Everything will come to you, and when you're loving, to the top you will go, and when you're loving. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. 
Police Psychics Find Me with Kelly Snyder and Valerie Graham. This fascinating program explores how vetted psychic sleuths team up with law enforcement to find success, show how this can bring awareness, hope, and closure to families. Also presented are important possibilities which psychic assistance offers for law enforcement, especially at the beginning of an investigation. Host Kelly Snyder is a retired federal agent with 25 years in law enforcement. He's an author and the founder of Find Me, a nonprofit organization of talented worldwide psychic crime solvers, canine search and rescue volunteers, and others who provide leads in missing persons and homicide cases. Find Me's work creates a raised awareness of how psychic abilities can add a tool to a detective's arsenal. Snyder is teamed with co-host Valerie Graham, an author and former sheriff staffer in correctional psychiatry. Join them Tuesdays, 2 p.m. at hearwomentalk.com, H-E-R-E, womentalk.com. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advanced tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. When you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home of Zeus Broadcast Network and Hear Women Talk, there's a wonderful adventure that you should try. Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. Go to www.carolinasafari.com and check out Carolina Safari. Mention Hear Women Talk and get a discount from Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. See another side of Myrtle Beach. Get wild with wildlife. Explore history, nature, and mystery on a Carolina Safari. Safari Jeep Tour. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Finer seeds you'll never sow. Hi, this is Jen Ward back with Genuine Healing on Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. We've just been doing some energy release with the audience, and I think people are experiencing what happens with the taps. That's great. If you want to call in and talk to me personally, the phone number here is 914-338-1186, and one lucky caller will get a free 10-minute session with me after the show. So, so far, we're just doing it through the radio right now, and people seem to like that. If people are feeling reactions in it, that's great. Their energy is opening up, and those are deep releases that are happening. This isn't this protocol that that I've come by is something that I've discovered on my own when I was in was in massage school. It's not like someone else's is blueprint. So I I really believe that that I've stumbled on something that was given to me to share with the world. You know, there's so many books and so many things to teach you this and that, which is great, but they're a piece of the whole truth. And what I'm trying to teach people how to do is to pull their flashlight back and look on the whole truth for themselves. So I'm trying to empower people to to find their own answers and do their own truths. Now, I know that the people out in the audience are, are liking the taps. You just have to be careful. It might be good if you had someone listen to you as a spotter when you do the taps. Because in my in my work, when I give someone a, a tap to do and it's right on for them, they'll say it wrong and they won't even know it. So say there's one about um, I about health. I I recant all health problems. They will inadvertently because their mind is working against them in a sense. They will actually say something like I accept all health problems and they won't even know that they're doing it and so you know people want to run away and do all these tabs on their own but they really got to pay attention if you don't want to do them in front of someone play a tape recorder and listen to yourself at what you're recanting some of the vows that have come up for people to recant because I think people are liking the tabs is poverty, chastity celibacy 
self-deprecation, solitude, silence. People who can't speak in public but want to, sometimes it's a vow of silence. People who are think that they're a victim of life and that life has just beaten them down, well, they've taken a vow of martyrdom or a vow of self-deprecation. You know, like, like in... Um, the Angels and Demons series, how the guy was flogging himself. We've done that to ourselves. So sometimes it's tricky to know the difference between what is something you vow to do and what's something that you're, um, you're traumatized by because of past life experiences. And it can be both. Like when I'm doing a session with someone, I will see lifetimes where they were tortured, where they were plucked out of the crowd brought up on the on the guillotines have their head chopped off and then I'll see layers of that in a in a more current lifetime they'll be hung and they'll have all these neck issues in this lifetime but behind all that the kernel of it could be that they took a vow of martyrdom or dying for the cause and so the 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 vows are one aspect of it. We've taken vows to other people. We've cursed other people. There's many things we've done to to imbalance ourselves and take ourselves out of our center. All right, well, right now we're going to go and answer a call from Kay is on the line. Kay, you have a question for us? Hi, Jen. Yes, I do. Um, I have two, but I'll just start out with one, and if it's the first time, maybe I can ask the second one. Um, I just want to know if you're picking up anything on our cat, Tony. Do you, what do you want me to tell you about him, or just, is that enough? Nothing, that's enough. <laughs> There's something between his shoulder blades. He's, oh, he feels like he's an easygoing, carefree guy, but something scared him, and his made him like shrink in his energy. You know what it feels like? It feels like poor Tony. I don't know if you have automatic, um, automatic garage door openers. It yes. feels like okay. So it feels like something happened where Tony was trying to scoot underneath the the door as it was closing. And he got it stuck, it, it went down on his shoulder blades and then bounced up mm -hmm. and it scared, it scared him a lot and it really traumatized him energetically. Does that make um, sense? Is something that could have happened to him? It, it, it could have happened because we do have garage door openers, automatic door openers, and he does come in and out a lot, so that it could very well have happened. Yeah, and it, it might be something that you didn't even know about or... Or and then he's like just shrunk inside himself because he's scared. This was like, this is his home and he's safe and everything. And then this danger came out of nowhere, and so it really shocked him. What happens is when when you're ready for a pain to happen, you can brace yourself. But he had no he had no um, level of protection because he's just doing his thing, and then he gets a scary pain. So it made him like introverted in a sense too. Has he been acting differently? I'm he sorry. Has. Um, he, he, he has been acting differently, and he's actually been acting like he's not feeling well recently. And and I've taken him to the vet, and they can find nothing wrong with him. Okay. Have you ever heard of homeopathic medicine? I have. Okay. Um, I think he has internal bruising. So I think what you might want to do is get some homeopathic arnica. And and I don't know how you feed him to a cat because you can't touch him with your hand. So put it in the little capsule and put it under his tongue. And um, I think they have dosages for cats. But I think something homeopathic would be good for him. Something for internal bruising. Do you want to try that? Can I, um, yeah, can I put that in his food? Can I mix See, food? I'm not sure. You'll have to look at the directions or ask someone else. I, I don't know if you touch it, if that changes the vibration of it. See, because what, okay. what, home, what homeopathic 
medicines too, and I could be wrong because, you know, is they have a real small vibration of a certain thing, and then you you add that vibration into your body, and then it it changes your own energy vibration somehow. And, you know, I don't know all the mental stuff of it. I just know that it, it really works. So you might even find something, directions online or something about homeopathic arnica for pets. So I would suggest okay. that you look there. Maybe they'll have better information than that. But I think that's what will help him. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. Did, did you want to ask and another? Arnica, is it? A R before we go to that. Okay. It's A R N I C A, and it's really good for okay. bruising and car injuries or whatever. I think that's that's what happened because I see it behind his his shoulder blades. Just like good thing it was on his shoulder blades, and maybe his back is a little bruised too, a little bit. Okay, but, all right, I'll, the, I'll look that up. I'll get that for him. But the thing about that is, the thing about that was energetically, it scared him and he it made him introverted. So you can say, "Oh, I understand. You're safe," and and tell him that you know, and it's okay. You'll be more okay. careful. Yeah, cats. Our pets know everything we're thinking. So the more we like, the more we schmooze up to them and and love them. Um, I was just telling my dog this morning about the before I I met her and how I really wanted her in my life and how I looked for her and she was the one for me and she just sat there and she ate the story up and don't think they don't don't think they don't know what we're talking about because they know I mean you can just tell them how much you love him and how important he is to you and he's the only one for you no matter how many you have he's the special one whatever okay Okay, I'll do that. Did you want to ask that other question? Um, yeah, if you have time. Um, and this is something I don't know if you can help with or not. Uh, I, about, oh, I'd say about four years ago, started getting uh, breakouts on my face. And it's not ac- acne. I don't know what it is. And I have not been to the dermatologist. <laughs> I know what um, it is. I have, okay, what is it? I already know what it is. Do you use makeup at all? Sure. Okay, this is very important. Look in all your makeup and look for the ingredient propylene glycol. Okay. I think four years ago you might have changed a cream or you just tilted the balance. Look in all your makeup, your base makeup, your powder, whatever. It's in everything. It's in cake mixes. It's in our food. It causes this breakout like bubbly, bubbly, um, pimples that never really come to the surface that much, but itch. And um, if you take the propylene glycol out of your makeup, it'll be difficult because they hide it now and they make the ingredients really small. You'll need a magnifying glass. But sometimes the real cheap makeup has less of it in. So look, and okay. everybody who, yeah, everybody who has breakout with on their faces and stuff. Look at your ingredients in your... It's also in hand creams and facial creams. It's in everything. And so, yeah, they know about it, and then they try to put it down lower, but it's the propylene glycol. Okay, I'll look. Okay. Okay. All right, thanks, Jen. You're welcome. So, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things that happen in our environment, and sometimes... Sometimes they trigger past life instances and sometimes not, but that was definitely a environmental thing. Okay, we're all ready for a break again. This is Jen Ward with Genuine Healing, and we'll be back in a minute. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where Is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. 
Hi, this is Deb Coletti, and I am your host of Life on Purpose, a radio show where I'll be having conversations with a wide range of fascinating women who are, in my opinion, leading a truly rich life. We will laugh, we will cry, we will sometimes get very serious. It will get edgy. It will definitely be irreverent and uh, no, no subject off limits. Tune in to hear where we go and even join in the conversation. Life on Purpose with your host, Deb Coletti. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. on the Hear Women Talk Network. Hi, folks. This is private investigator Vicki Childs, host of the Vicki Childs Show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all of your keystrokes? Or do you want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone. If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at abramsforensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at abramsforensics.com. That's abramsforensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code H. Hi, this is Jessica Doravage, host of the Where Is My Guru show. Join us Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Hear Women Talk. That's galore. Visit our store at 4822 Highway 17 at Barefoot Landing. We have the largest source of hats in the greater Grand Strand area. Tilly, Stetson, Indiana Jones, Wallaroo, Top Hats, Mad Hatter, Derbies, Felts, Fedoras, Cowboy, Golfer, Driver, Life is Good. We carry a large selection of women's fashion hats as well as Red Hat Society hats. We also have an assortment of umbrellas, canes, and walking sticks. Hats Galore, located at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach. We are the best source for hats in the Grand Strand area. Hats Galore at Barefoot.com. Hi, my name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Genuine Healing with Jen Ward, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Woman Talk. There's still time to call in at 914-338-1186. Right now we have Michael on the line. He has a question for us. Are you there, Michael? I'm here, Jen. How are you? Hi, Dustin, everybody. Hey, Michael. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So, yeah, my question... My question today is my, my little kittens are getting ready to, to leave for their new homes and everything. And recently, one of the people that is taking one of the kittens I had uh, spent some time with, and I'm kind of, uh, kind of doubting um, uh, the choice I had made. But, uh, so I'm just calling for some reassurance or uh, a warning. Uh, what I pick up is your own sadness. Your own okay. sadness. Yeah. Um, yeah. You they're the right homes and you know, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be you. It's not you. Mm-hmm. So the relationship right. is different and that little kitten has a role and they may have issues and stuff, but everybody, even our little kitties and our little puppies and everything, they come here with a purpose. And that little kitten mm-hmm came for a purpose with that family there's even karmic connections with different people so it would be kind of wrong for you to interfere with that at this point you know what I mean that's what I was thinking yeah Yeah, I know you know you just have all this sadness I know I'm going to miss them to see them go but anyway anything else you can get from me anything you're feeling anything I can work on (laughs) just you know, I, I, I want to say this to you. It's so cool that you're so open to call and stuff, but you do have good boundaries with your personal stuff. So so you put up these boundaries that I really can't get through on the radio show because you really don't want me to get through them on the radio show. Does that make sense? Mm. That, that could make sense, absolutely. <laughs> it's, I don't mean to scare you and stuff, but, you know, there's... With the vulnerability, when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, there's there's emotion with that. There's 
there's you know sadness that we have to release whenever we have any experience or any emotion it's physiological to not respond to it it's like going it's like drinking water drinking water drinking water and expecting never having to go pee it's, it just doesn't happen you have to so there is an emotional release that that eventually you might want to release but you don't want to do it on the radio show and it's not a, a two minute kind of thing does that make sense well then I'll, absolutely I'll I, have to give you a, have to give you a yodel I wasn't saying that to like set myself up for uh, a session. Oh, I was no, saying no, that, I <laughs> yeah. But I was saying that because you know you have good boundaries. You're a very old soul and you're very smart, and you know how to keep people at bay. And you know your niceness and everything is great. And you've learned how you 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 have great tools. So your tools keep you safe, and they've been serving you very well to this point. But if you want to dig deeper you're going to have to at some point give up protecting all that vulnerability and just let it loose. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah, good information, absolutely. Now, all I felt Anyways. from you... Hmm? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, please, just go finish. Oh, no, no, seriously, I was just interrupting you. Seriously, no problem. <laughs> okay. So, so what, what I feel like you is I feel like you're in this crystallis, like this this protective glass and I felt the sadness because it was okay and safe for me to feel the sadness but you don't want me to come any closer energetically unless it's very personal and and you really didn't want that you don't want that on the radio show that's why I don't pick up more when you ask me that's just all does that make sense? absolutely well then you'll be hearing from me uh huh well, it's a pleasure. You know, it'll be a pleasure. I think you'll like it. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Jen. Hey, Doug, oh. you're doing a great job, and uh, love the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes, you, Michael. Dustin does wonderful. We love Dustin here. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, binging. People are 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 binging on food, which is a symptom, but they're also they don't think it's okay to binge on food and they hide and, and stuff with that but they're also binging on emotions and negative thinking so anytime like you indulge yourself in negative thoughts negative thinking negative gossip or whatever it's a form of binging it's too much for the body just like too much food is too much for the body so you have to keep that in mind whenever you like whenever you indulge in too much of anything and um, it, it's kind of like the, the sad music people when they're going through a breakup they'll indulge, indulge in the emotions and then they'll perpetuate it with the sad songs that are like oh so pathetic like, like the carpenter songs where I'll say goodbye to love no one ever cares if I should live or die well that was my anthem when I was anthem when I was younger I had to release all of that. And when I work with clients, it's not just about the vows. It's about undoing some of these sound frequencies that they've stored in. People store their pain at certain sound frequencies. So when I do a session, I'll go in and I'll reprogram those. I'll clean out, almost like erasing the old tapes and then programming only positive music in there. So a tap that someone would like to do if they, they want to do that is, and you can do this on your own, is I release all negative sound frequencies from my energy field in all lifetimes. And that will help undo the damage. But then in the future, just don't indulge in those negative songs. There's, there's no good that can come for them. The emotional pain will come out on its own. Uh, and that's good that's a catharsis at first but then to live in that emotional pain is just a form of indulgence another thing I wanted to talk to about is language is people are always hoping for things or I wish it would happen when you hope for something it can't happen because you're putting it out in the future you have to know 
it'll happen. Hope is like a carrot on the end of a stick dangling in front of you. Oh, I hope I'll get this promotion. I hope. Don't hope. No. I know I have this promotion. I know I'm going to get this job. I know I, I'm going to... And don't even say I'm going. I, I know I have money. Put everything as much as you can in positive statements, but also put it in the present. That's why um, um, the the word would I would I would do I can't wait just everything in the um, in the um, future. Sorry, when I when I do energy work, I can't think anymore because it's the the mind isn't working right. Then I, I'm doing energy from a, a different place, so then it's difficult to form sentences sometimes, but. It would be really helpful if people could refine their statements and make them more definite. It wouldn't, it's like, it wouldn't be nice. It will be nice. And even faith, faith is a form of keeping God or whatever you have faith in at bay. Because when you have faith, you don't have it. You, you just have faith that you will someday have it. So, don't have faith in a sense, but know. Don't have faith in God. Know God, if that's what you want. Don't have faith that you'll get married someday. Know you'll get married someday. It's very subtle form of sabotage, and people don't even know that they're doing it. So, um, people who are always are famous and successful now have a sense that oh I knew this would happen like Oprah and and people I I knew I would be famous that that knowingness is how you have to stay in your center to achieve whatever you want and another thing about that knowingness is don't share that knowingness with people don't walk around and say I know I'm going to be a millionaire because the f the first time you say it you'll get knocked out of your center by the first person who's not in their center and says, oh yeah? Well, how's that going to happen? You know, you don't even have the talent to do that or whatever. So when you're trying to stay, when you are staying in your center, don't announce it to the world because then they'll try to knock you out before you're totally, totally balanced in it. Like, it's your foundation. You have to know beyond all refutability that there's any other choice and you can't do that if if you share it with other people and they knock you out of your center you got to be confident about everything you do but in a slight kind of knowingness way not in a bragging way bragging doesn't do anything but dissipate energy you know there's so many people talking as I talk at you all day for the hour today but if you start to listen to people they just talk and if you hear the conversations, they're not saying anything important. So little of talk is important unless it conveys love or truth. It's not necessary. Another technique to use is before you say any statement, ask yourself three things. Is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? And if it's all three of those things, you can say it. But otherwise, it's a waste of energy, and it's not important. These are ways to heal yourself, because they seem like they're not rel relative to the healing process, but they all are. You are your biggest healer. You are the one that makes your life positive. Everyone else is a reflection of you. When you see other people's greatness, you'll see your own. If you can look at a person who has all these problems and just see the greatness in them, that's your form of humility. That's you seeing your greatness before it's manifested as well. And these are all techniques and all ways that you can help yourself. When you judge someone else, you're judging yourself because we're all in it together. And so that's how I want to leave you. This is Jen Ward with Genuine Healing and Hear Women Talk, the Zeus Radio Network. Bye-bye for this week, and God bless.
finest thing I ever learned What you give to you returns If you want and if you will Countless lives your love could fill